Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Multiverse Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Dean Holzapfel. With me, as always, is George Rogers. And uh, a couple days late, but that's okay. Here we are to record episode number 98. 98, George. Almost 90. to 100. How wild. Weird, wild stuff. Yeah, and here we are today, and we are, we are doing um, Terminator 2. Oh, I'm sorry. We're doing the Lost World. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Terminator 2 is next week. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wanted to catch you off guard. So, so much for the hint for next week. I still put it up. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to catch we'll you off guard. Chris is not, we'll just keep telling Chris it's not Resident Evil. Yeah. <laughs> so um, continuing in the... Uh, the uh, What's the word I'm thinking of? Um... The, the days of your no 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 the uh the the uh our sequels yeah the like <clears throat> the the month of sequels uh the lost world is a sequel to jurassic park which we done which is funny because you know since i spoiled it and we're doing terminator 2 next week we have not done the first terminator so that of the of these movies uh this is that is the one movie we have not done the first movie of so you're getting the sequel first which is funny because that's how I watched that franchise. I saw the sequel first and then the first one. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, uh, you know, without further ado, let's uh, let's just get right into it. Uh, there was, uh, you know, a, a, something big happened last night. We got the Spider-Man trailer, but, you know, we'll save that to talk with Chris uh, before we rock and roll t- tonight into our main topic with Chris tonight. So, uh, you know, of course, we're, this is Wednesday the 17th. We're also recording Biggie Carriage tonight, too, with Chris. So keep an eye on for that. Eventually, we'll get back to Station 007. We actually haven't sat down and talked about it. We'll come back with that. So uh, that was supposed to be like two weeks ago. But life happens, you know, and you, you, sometimes schedules don't work out. So but um, here we are, the lost world. And it's time to rock and roll. George, when did you first see this? You see us in theaters? Oh, I saw us in theaters. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. No I'm, I'm, you and I are defenders of this film, mm-hmm. big time defenders of this movie. I mean, yeah, it's not as good as the first one. I mean, none of them have been. None of them even come close. But I, I still stand by my statement, and I know you agree with me that this is probably the best sequel of a Jurassic Park. And, yeah, I agree to that. Yeah, and um, you know that doesn't mean the other ones were bad. Um, I mean, Fallen Kingdom was bad, and Three is not great. Um. But this is to me, this is the best sequel of the franchise. So, and I and I defend this movie. I, I really love this movie, uh, especially because um, of the watches that you get from Burger King. And I was not a Burger King eater as a kid, so I would only get the chicken sandwich. But I wanted those damn watches. <laughs> had, had all four. We had all four. Same with the Wild Wild West sunglasses. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> we just we just kept going back, and they'd be like, you know, we get the value meal, and it's like, oh, for two, I get the watch. Like, yeah. Then my mom would be like, which watches do you have? I need to know if it's one that I have or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the same. Was, I'll it was the same thing. With, it was the same thing with the Hercules plates at uh, yeah. and the, and the, and the uh, Batman uh, glasses. Mm-hmm. The fine china, my, as we call it in my house. Gotta wish I could find my glasses. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I definitely saw this in theaters. Actually, I think I, I know I didn't see three in the theater. So I, I saw one and two in the theater and then Jurassic World. I'm fairly positive. I saw that in the theater. Yeah, I've actually seen all of them in theaters. Now I'm thinking about it. I did see three in theaters. So, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I didn't see three because I remember seeing the trailers for it and not really liking the way it looked like i wasn't like enthralled by it you know what i mean so i didn't see three i mean i could have but i really can't remember i it just i don't have any recollection of seeing it in theaters because that was what that was 2003 right 2001 one i have no recollection of seeing three in the theater so i'm, I'm just gonna say i didn't because i i so, don't know so, some say jurassic park three was the biggest uh travesty to happen in september 2001 no it was definitely a leodine <laughs> so but anyway uh let's uh let me pull this page up and uh let's rock and roll. now we get some shit because we defend this movie yeah we do specifically from kevin because mm-hmm. he goes oh you just like it because uh because as ian e. malcolm it's like well that's the only reason why you like Jurassic park three is because it has alan grant <laughs> and and i get lumped into being a malcolmite as as he called it 
I'm an Alan Grant guy. Alan Grant's my favorite character in the franchise um, with Malcolm being second. But I, I just think Alan Grant's a cool dude. You know, that's, I see myself more as Alan Grant than I do uh, as Ian Malcolm. Cause I, nobody can, uh, nobody can be Jeff Goldwyn. I, I see you more as Pierre Ludlow. Thanks. <laughs> can I at least be Pete Postlewaite? Nobody can be Pete Postlewaite. That's true. Orlis. Um, what? Because <laughs> Arliss Howard is in because of Arliss Howard. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so uh, let's um let's rock and roll. So uh, the Lost World Jurassic Park uh, released. It's Los, Los Angeles premiere was May nineteenth, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, released in the rest of the United States, May twenty third, nineteen ninety seven. A budget of seventy three million dollars. Box office draw of six uh, six hundred eighteen point six million dollars. Directed by Steven Spielberg. Screenplay by David David Kep. Uh, based on the Lost World by Michael Crichton. Um, cinema, um, <clears throat> and music by John Williams. And um, which, I, which was his last. I don't think. No, he did not come back for Jurassic World. This is the last time he did uh, 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 one of the movies. Because mm-hmm. um, he didn't do three either. I looked it up last night with Don Davis. Because it was on TV last night. So. Which is funny because Jurassic Park 3 and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom were on TV at the same time on two different channels. Alan. Yeah, so it was like it was like the battle of, of the worst sequels. Um, like, oh. Which is, it's, it is Fallen Kingdom, but. You're like, oh, um, do I want to eat Domino's or do I want to eat Pizza Hut? Domino's. There's no winner. No <laughs> if I had to choose those, Domino's. <laughs> um, so let's get to the cast. Uh, starring uh, Jeff Goldblum, Julianne Moore, Pete Postlewaite. Uh, Arliss Howard, Richard Attenborough, Vince Vaughn, um, Peter Stormare playing scummy person as he always does, uh, and and uh, Vanessa Lee Chester, Kelly Curtis. Uh, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. You know, and Harvey Rich, Jason and, and Richard Chef as as Eddie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The great Richard Chef. Yeah, rest in peace. He's not dead. <laughs> uh, Joseph Mazzello uh, uh, and uh, Ariana Richards do reprise the roles in a, as a cameo as Tim and Lex. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, um, before she quit acting and before he turned into John Deacon. Mm-hmm. To, to be fair, though, she's a phenomenal painter. Oh yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, she really is. She's she's absolutely. I've seen some of her art. She is she is stellar. So that's what, and I, that's what she does. I'm pretty sure it's what she does for a living. She's just a she's you know. A painter, you know. Mm-hmm. So, because uh, I believe she she, re- she retired from acting in two thousand one. So yeah, I think after she did Tremors three, she's like, you know what? I think I'm done with this bullshit. <laughs> I'm out. So, but good for her. Yeah, for she her. found a life outside of acting. She didn't uh, succumb like most uh, mm-hmm. like most child actors did. She, you know, she was in Tremors one and Tremors two, and she played the same character. She wasn't in Tremors 2. 3, I'm sorry. Yeah. Prancer. Ah, oh, she wasn't Prancer. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I love that movie. Sam Elliott just being a hard ass. Fuck you, Santa isn't real. Yeah. Pro- probably. <laughs> and then she came out of retirement for a movie called Battle Dogs. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starring Craig Schiffer. Don't oh, you could stop. <laughs> Uh, Ernie Hudson's in it, and oh. so was Bill Duke. Ooh, I thought Bill Duke died. No, he had Green Berets for breakfast. No, no, no. I I know who I got him confused with. Um, uh, what's his nuts? Um, from from Predator. Uh, what's his name? Bill Duke was in Predator. Sonny Landham. You confuse Bill Duke and Sonny Landham? <laughs> yes. I thought I could have sworn. I'm Bill not Duke sure died. how, but okay. But I, I could have sworn Bill Duke died. That's, I mean, that's an honest mistake. I, I could have sworn I thought he he died. So my mistake. But I'm glad he didn't. Little Bill Duke. No, he's still he's he, he, he's still chomping around. Bill, Bill, Bill Duke son things. of a bitch. Once again, it's the it's the other black guy from that movie. Oh, Peter Cullen did the voice of the Predator. You don't see Why are you on Predator's Wikipedia page? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make my way back to Jesus Christ. 
you've gone down the rabbit hole. For all no right. Reason. All right. Go ahead. Rock and roll. Let's get out of here. Four years after the events on Isla Nublar, an upper class British family docks their yacht and has come Docked. ashore on docks. Docking. Docking. On nearby Isla Sorna, unaware that the island contains genetically engineered dinosaurs. The daughter wanders off and is attacked by a group of, I'm not saying that word, so I'm just going to say compies, but is saved by her father and yacht crew. So, just typical bullshit. You got this rich British family, and I'm, I know that guy isn't Mr. Sheffield from the nanny, but he definitely looks like Mr. Sheffield from the nanny. And, you know, they're like, oh, don't go off. We're having prawns for lunch. I don't like prawns, but prawns are your favorite. Like, I wanted that whole family to die on the, on, on the, on the shore of that island. I wish they did. Should have. Should have. You know, she gets attacked by copies. And, you know, that's, that's really, that's really it. But you can tell, like, from the jump, like, this is a, this is a Williams score. Like, it felt like Williams. Yeah. Yeah. There really isn't anything to say about literally yeah. any of that. Except, except when the mother's screaming, it cuts over to, uh, to Malcolm yawning mm-hmm. next to a billboard that has a, uh, a tropical background. So you think he's on the island, mm-hmm. but he clearly fucking wasn't. Excuse me, my friend went to sleep. An ailing Dr. John Hamm is, was he a doctor? Yeah. I just assumed he was a rich guy. I didn't realize mm-hmm. he was a Doctor, an ailing Dr. John Hammond invites disgraced mathematician, that's some bullshit, Dr. Ian Malcolm to his residence to discuss the recent incident. Hammond's company, InGem, which created the dinosaurs, is now headed by Hammond's nephew, Peter Ludlow, who used the incident to take control of the company from Hammond. Ian learns that InGen originally cloned the dinosaurs on Isla Sorna, but the island was abandoned during a hurricane and the animals released into the wild to fend for themselves. Ludlow wants to exploit the island's creatures to save InGen from bankruptcy. Hammond asks Ian to join a team who will document the dinosaurs in their natural habitat in order to encourage a policy of non-interference. Ian's girlfriend, paleontologist Dr. Sarah Harding, no relation to Dr. Harding from the first movie, was hired and is already on Isla Sorna. Upon hearing this, Ian reluctantly agrees to go to the island, but only to retrieve Sarah. So there's actually a deleted scene and you may have seen it because I know this shows up on the TV, um, on the TV airings, but it's not on like streaming or on the DVD or anything, Mm -hmm. but it actually shows the, the, uh, the board meeting after that, after that incident where Peter Ludlow is running down how much money they've lost, uh, like, like through the first incident with the deaths of Mr. Arnold, um, uh, uh, G- Gennaro and um, oh my god, Muldoon said, so, you know, how much money they've lost, you know, giving money to those families over the incidents, and how you know this is putting them in a negative light. So, they that's where they show like the board actually voting to to pull Hammond out of power and and put the company in Ludlow's hands so he can try and save it, yeah, by uh, by, by, by strip mining the uh, Isla Sorna. Um, and as you know, right there, we also got that little, you know, Tim and Lex see, uh, see Dr. Malcolm as he tells the butler he's been summoned, he was summoned by Hammond to come to the, the house. And we see that there's already animosity between Ludlow and uh, and Malcolm, as there would be, because it, it's clear who the uh, the the hero and the antagonist are in this mm-hmm. in these movies, yeah. And it's and it's it's what I told you earlier when I was texting about how the how, how the dialogue was like crisp like it was like it was snappy like him and Lola going back and forth it was just like it flowed so well between them and that's where I think like three lacks and that's you know and, that, and, and that's a loss of Spielberg really yeah I, so mean, I, got, a, I got a question to ask you because yeah, I'm trying to remember so in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom obviously uh, East Nublar um has a volcano that destroys it. Do they, did they say how Isla Sorna, what happened to Isla Sorna after three? You know, I don't know because I haven't watched. Did they say it in Jurassic World at all? No, I don't think so. I can't remember. I don't think they mentioned anything about Isla Sorna. Hmm. To, to, to my knowledge, at least. I, I don't, don't think. Re- I, I really don't remember either. 
I mean, it's entirely possible that they don't know Isla Sorna exists, but they, but it. I, I feel like when you buy engine, you kind of get all the, you know, you you get access to all the skeletons in the closet. Yeah, Isla exactly. Sorna being the biggest closet with the biggest skeletons in it. Yeah. Um. And Hammond's sitting there talking about you know how how he's how he's changed and. You know, he's gone from for, from capitalist to naturalist in just four years. It's impressive, as uh, as Malcolm said. And he talk, you know, he talks about you know, like you know, uh, Isla Nublar was really just a is really just a showroom, but you know, but Isla Sorna is where all the is, is where all the like the real magic happened. Yeah. But, you know, they called it, but the hurricane Hurricane Clarissa wiped out the facility. You know, they called it an act of God, so that released all the animals. And they mentioned, you know, it's like all the animals should have, you know, and then and then Malcolm's, you know, but shouldn't all the animals have kicks because, you know, because they're lysine deficient because of the way they're bred. Right. And he's like, no, they're, you know, they're flourishing. But it's one of the, you know, that, well, one of the hundreds of questions I want the team to answer. Then Malcolm's just like, uh, team? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, very low impact, you know, four people, you know, just there to observe and document, not to interfere. He's like, oh, I'm not making, not making the same mistakes again. It's like, no, you're making all new ones. Uh, there's another island with dinosaurs, no fences this time, and you want to send people there. Yeah. And then when he's running down, you know, Eddie Carr, Nick Van Nellen, we mentioned paleontologist. He doesn't even tell. He's like, oh, we got a paleontologist. He's like, oh, and I hope you'd be the fourth. To which I then ask, why did Malcolm go? Why was he tapped to go on this uh, expedition? Yeah, he's not a paleontologist. No, he's a mathematician. Yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe because he was at maybe because he was part of the group for the first one. The only thing I can the, the only thing I can think of is that um is is due to the whole uh like life finds a way argument that he had with uh, with Hammond in the first movie about how you know life cannot be contained, you know, mm-hmm. it'll it'll you know life will find a way. Maybe him getting Malcolm to go and sign off would be a major coup, considering how Malcolm, you know, was completely against the first part. It's like maybe this, maybe when you see how they are naturally, mm-hmm. you'll you like maybe you'll come around and realize, you know, you know, we're leaving these ones be. Maybe to get public opinion from Malcolm may help his cause. Yeah, maybe I don't. That's that's the only. It's really the only thing I can think of because there's no other reason to send Malcolm on that island. Mm-hmm. So, um. To deviate for a second, everybody, I brought up uh, the status of Isla Sorna since that's the site that you know it takes the movie takes place on this uh, that thing. So um, the status is not mentioned at all in Jurassic World or Fallen Kingdom, but there was a promotional website for the for the for the latter film that states that the island ecosystem suffered a breakdown after illegally cloned animals were introduced there. So obviously the dinosaurs that had been living in the wild the surviving dinosaurs were relocated to isla nubar for the opening of jurassic world theme park leaving sorna abandoned so the island still stands Um, i find it hard to believe that they pulled all the dinosaurs off of isla sorna i don't know (laughs) i don't i don't have an answer for you george yeah well it seems lazy that's like saying somehow the dinosaurs got off of isla sorna somehow Paul Patine returned. Yeah, you might as well have just said that. It would have been... <laughs> somehow the T Rex returned. <laughs> I'd buy that. Um, and then you know, Malcolm ends up joining because he finds out his girlfriend went. And then Hammond kind of basically, not in a in a direct way, but basically called Malcolm like a whore almost. Mm. It's like, leave it to you to have affiliations or even liaisons with the top people in all their fields. You know, like you're a slut and you get around to all the people in every field. But I, uh, I enjoyed that. Yeah. Always enjoy that. Ian travels to Isla Sorna with Eddie Carr, an equipment specialist, an engineer, and Nick Van Owen, a video documentarian and activist. They find Sarah amidst a herd of Stegosaurus, but she is insistent on staying to continue her research. Ian is shocked when he discovers his daughter Kelly has stowed away with the team in a trailer, which serves as their mobile base. Ludlow and a mercenary team arrive on the island to capture dinosaurs with the help of big game hunters Roland Tembo, the biggest of 
Dick Game Hunters, Huge and dick. Ajay Sidhu, rolling second in command, Dieter Stark, and paleontologist Robert Burke. Um, so we also get that little scene at, I, I guess that's Eddie's warehouse or his shop or whatever, where they're mm. getting everything together. And it's more that it's more that snappy dialogue between uh, between Eddie and Ian, which I think is 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 my is, is my favorite interaction, uh, like, like like dialogue wise throughout the movies because mm. they just it just flows between them like it's not even written like it's all just natural. It's like oh, mm. it's like oh, I love it when it'll work. It'll work when you love it. But violence and technology, not good bedfellows. You know, they almost seem like they were kind of against each other from the start. Yeah. yeah especially later when it's like, Eddie, is there, reason, is there any reason to think that the radio and the, uh, the the radio inside the truck will work? And he's like, oh, if you feel if you feel qualified at all, you can just flip the switch to on. Yeah. No, just, I love it. Um, and then his daughter shows up at the warehouse who uh, is clear that his the, that this daughter's mother is a different ethnicity than Ian, mm. which they actually make a reference to after she's discovered on the island. Like Eddie and Nick kind of make a, a a racial remark, but not quite racial. When when uh, Nick loses over Eddie and he goes, "Do you see any family resemblance here?" and and Eddie puts his fingers up like this to go like a little bit, mm-hmm. like to kind of to kind of be like that doesn't look like his daughter kind of kind of scenario but without saying <clears throat> without flat out saying like oh you have a black kid like they basically you know, they 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 dance they they dance around it just kind of i i guess shock but yeah it was the 90s things like that came out mm-hmm. pretty often uh and i mean obviously before that they also find sarah who's you know when they find her bag which has her phone in it and they're yelling for sarah and they yell sarah harding he's like oh how many sarahs do you think are on this island that's actually one of my favorite lines from the movie i literally laugh at that every time i see that scene which is funny because later on in the movie when he's at when they're at the command center and he yells for nick he yells nick van owen yeah we find them like how many nicks do you think are on this island it's just been a a, a gag through the whole movie yeah it could have been a running thing But as but as we said, like with the as I as I said before, with the dialogue, it's just it 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 flows. It's almost it's almost natural. Um, and they even mentioned kind of in passing how the dinosaurs were able to survive being lysine deficient, because Sarah says that and she goes, "Oh, I found out how the animals are surviving without lysine," and Malcolm's just like, "I don't care," and then she says it and she goes, "You know that the uh, the." The herbivores have been eating lysine-rich uh, plants, and the carnivores just eat their herbivores. Mm-hmm. So, like it's it's mentioned in passing, but they do mention why they survived. It's just you have Malcolm yelling, "I don't care," so no one's really paying attention to what's being said. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when all hell breaks loose, and Big mm-hmm. Dick Roland Tendo oh, shows. Oh, hell's breaking loose! You know it. Mm-hmm. And you can already tell from the jump that Tem- that Roland Tembo is 10 times the game warden or hunter that Robert Muldoon ever was. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, we'll just set up base camp. It's right here. And like, oh, this is a game trail, Mr. Ludlow. Carnivore's on here. Or maybe we'll just set up camp in the middle of a wreck's nest. It's like, you see, just uh, break out the- it's like, you just break out the brandy when we had a good day and stay out of our way, okay? It's like, mm-hmm. okay. I love it. Roland Tembo is is the best character in this movie. Can you agree? Um, you can agree to that? I yeah, I, I I think I would. Now, did you see the other deleted scene where uh, where Aj goes to get uh, Roland? He's at some uh, like yes. yeah, he's yes. at some like street side cafe, and he you know, picks fights with tourists just to you know for something to do. Mm-hmm. Which which kind of shows it. I wish they would have kept that scene in because it would have kind of showed us a little bit more of Roland and the kind of guy he is. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a big game hunter who's just kind of bored with life, and this is something new for him to do. But you, but he's he, he's not a dummy. Like he's done his research. You know, especially when they find the uh, when they find the Rex nest that has the that has the infant, and I'll just you know, do we stay here and wait? He's like, no, we're up wind. They'll smell us before they you know the. The the smells before we even realize that they're even here. 
it's like no we'll go downwind and you know and, and all that so he, he's smart as shit like he knows what's going on mm-hmm. and uh so I, I, uh, like, like, like even though he's on the bad team i'm like i'm rooting for him yeah yeah because he's he's badass mm-hmm. um so to uh, so while you're reading from because I think we, I, I can't remember if we did this for the first movie. I have the synopsis of the book up on my screen, and I'm kind of going through it as you're breaking stuff down, you know, between me chiming in. Kelly Curtis was not Ian Malcolm's daughter in the second, in the book. Oh, who was she? She was a stowaway children, a child that was found by Eddie, uh, and uh, looks like Eddie and Malcolm. Oh. It's weird. But okay. Something like that. But but Sarah Harding is in the book. She's a former lover of Malcolm's. Oh. Not not the current lover of Malcolm. So she's a former X-Men's Malcolm. <laughs> <laughs> so at one time she was a future X-Men's Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was, he was the looking, future X-Men's Malcolm that uh he was looking about. for. He was he was looking for in the first movie. Mm-hmm. Malcolm's group realized that Ludlow and the engine team are planning to to take the captured specimens back to the mainland to an unfinished Jurassic Park attraction in San Diego, an amphitheater zoo, which Hammond abandoned in favor of the park on Isla Nublar. Nick and Sarah free the captured dinosaurs, allowing the animals to wreak havoc across the InGen's team camp. On the way back to the trailer, Nick rescues an injured T-Rex infant that Roland tried to use as bait to hunt its male parent. Nick and Sarah treat the infant for a broken leg, but the Tyrannosaurus adults arrive. They reclaim their infant, destroy the trailer, and devour Eddie during his attempt to rescue the group. So uh, Nick was the only one who was made aware that the second engine team would come. Mm-hmm. As Hammond told me, you know, he's, he's, you know ha- Hammond told me that these guys might show up. So he sent a backup plan. It's like, what's a backup plan? It's like me. And then he, you know, him and Sarah go and, uh, break all the locks and, and free all the dinosaurs just to kind of keep them from mm. keep them from being captured. And they do as dinosaurs do and just, well, not as they do. I, I guess they do in strange situations, destroy the engine base camp. Mm. So now they have nothing. Um, and then they find the T-Rex and he's like, Oh, so, you know, and then Sarah's like, Oh, we shouldn't be doing this. Ian's going to be mad. Yeah. It's like, Oh, are you sure? So he might, be, he might be okay with it. So um, there is, there's a, you know, there's a lot of stuff from the, that from the book they actually brought over to the movie. I mean, we haven't gotten some of it, but like the T-Rex breaking the leg. Um, and uh, I just had, what was the other thing that I noticed that, uh, oh, I, I, I lost it in there. Because I've never read the second book. I've only read Jurassic Park. I never read The mm-hmm. Lost World. So, um, but it looks like some of the stuff they've they've pulled. They're still pulling stuff from like the books that they haven't used for the the latter movies. So, or the later movies. Latter does latter mean previous or later? Latter means uh, like if you're talking about two things, yeah, it's the second. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. like if you mean like future movies, it'd be later movies. Right, right, right. You know, oh, here it, is, about, here it is. The, like, if you're talking about Jurassic Park and then the Lost World, if you mm-hmm. say the latter, you're referring to the Lost World. Right, right, right. Uh, it's the, it's the uh, you know how the Indano Rex and the Indano Raptor are able to camouflage themselves? Yeah. That's from this book. Oh. So. Cool. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so they get back to the, with the infant. And they're trying to set its leg. They're like, oh, if we don't set it, it's not going to heal right. It'll get picked off. You know, as such. Um, so they end up going to the high hide, which we kind of saw. They you know just mm-hmm. puts them up amongst the trees or camouflage. They can't see them. And one of my favorite shots—it's not my favorite scene, but one of my favorite shots—is when they're up in the high hide and they see the T Rex is coming, but just by seeing the uh, the trees move underneath them. Like I, I, uh, I really, I've always liked that shot. Yeah. I agree. You know, because you know, Malcolm's running back to the trailer and, you know, to to get the to get the Rex out because the you know the parents are coming, mm-hmm. obviously. You always notice there's always some bullshit happening in the rain in these movies. Always. It freeze. It's like it's like T Rex only uh, killed people in the rain. Mm-hmm. Maybe it helps his vision. <laughs> because something's always moving. It's like he's like Daredevil. He needs a. They need to say it. 
I can't believe Fallen Kingdom made over a billion dollars. Yeah. I had no idea it made over a billion dollars. I knew Jurassic World did. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe Fallen Kingdom did. That movie was terrible. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, the Jurassic Park property, I mean, that's, that's still a, that's still a hot title. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, we'll see how well, um, we'll see how well that transitions over when the next movie comes out. Because yeah. they may have lost. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's good. Because they may have lost some people from uh, from Fallen Kingdom. So I mean, we'll see. We also haven't gotten a trailer for this new movie yet either. I think it's done. It is. It's supposed to come out uh, in June. Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll get a trailer Super Bowl Sunday or something. That would be the prime time to to debut a trailer. And Universal's got the money to secure a Super Bowl slot. So. Mm-hmm. Unlike Warner Brothers, fucking clown. Yeah, unlike Warner Brothers, which is hemorrhaging money because they make all the bad decisions, make every bad decision there is to make. Mm-hmm. But, See, uh, the Rex has destroyed the trailer. Yeah. It's a it's a two piece, so one part of it is hanging over the cliff, the other one isn't, but it's sliding off. Eddie shows up with a rope and he throws the rope down, tied to a stump. You know, kudos to fucking Eddie. Yeah, I almost like, I feel bad that he died because concerned everything he did to save everybody else, and j- just to get eaten. Hmm. But if only his gun wasn't uh, wasn't pointed down in the car so that way it would get stuck in the in his netting. Mm-hmm. But uh, that was another part of that, that that we didn't mention is when they're on the boat and they mentioned the uh, the Cinco Muertes, the five deaths, yeah. which is actually written on the map inside the trailer. Oh, is it? Yeah, that nobody ever read. But yeah, mm-hmm. it says the the uh, Cinco Muertes. Hmm. When uh, they're talking, when Eddie's talking about, it's like, oh, it's uh, we're talking about the rifle and the type of venom that's used, and then and, and then um, Malcolm's like, oh, is it working any better than your satellite phone? He's like, oh, very funny. Hmm. He's like, oh, hey, is there uh, an antidote? <laughs> is there an antidote? What you mean, like, if you shot yourself in the foot, don't do that. You'd be dead before you realize you had an accident. <laughs> Eddie was great in this movie. He really, yeah. Was. It's like it, it's a shame because like he he busts his ass trying to save it. You know, he's trying to save the trailer too, hooked up to his car, and then. You know, the, the the rope kept getting untied. He had to keep going back and tying it. Like I feel, I feel bad that he died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey, did you know? Uh, well, as it this, you know, we we know that Dotson was was had a big part in the book, The Lost oh, World. Oh, nobody cares. You know, they cast somebody to play him in Dominion, right? I did know that. Yes. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that they were bringing Dotson back. You know, it's Campbell Scott. He, the only thing I know him from is he was Richard Parker in the Amazing Spider-Man movies. George, you there? Hello? Am I back? Yeah, you're back. Am I back? Okay. Yeah. You, you were talking when I cut out, so it's, okay. I right, just, I, I, yeah. I just roll with it. Okay. Uh, it's Campbell Scott who was Richard Parker in the Amazing Campbell Spider-Man Scott. movies. All right. He's, he's George C. Scott's son. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. That's that. actually what the C in George C. Scott stands for. It stands for Campbell. Does it really? Yeah, I looked him up yes, when I was does. watching uh, when I was oh, watching The Exorcist Three the other day. Hmm. But yeah, yeah, Campbell cool. Scott is George C. Scott's son, so he comes from a he comes from a good pedigree. Absolutely, but like I said, I only I only know him from the Amazing Spider-Man movies. I don't think I've seen any of these other films. But that's cool. That they're bringing back Dots, and I forgot that they had uh, that they had uh, they were bringing him back. But he also looks nothing like Dobson, which is yeah. But they're not going to bring back the other guy because he's a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, keep him away. Yeah, he got convicted like five years ago or six years ago of fucking children. Disgusting. Yeah. So anyway, let's continue. Sorry, sorry, everybody. <laughs> Ian, Sarah, Nick, and Kelly are rescued by Loveless team and are forced to work together with them after learning that they've lost all their communicative equipment as well. They elect to walk in the mass to a distant abandoned engine base to call for help. During a break, Stark goes into the wilderness alone to relieve himself and is killed by a group of compies. After the team sets up a camp for the night, they are ambushed by the Tyrannosaurus adults. Burke is devoured and everyone else flees into a field of long grass containing a pack of velociraptors where Ajay and the others are all killed. So if anyone who's been following us on the social pages, mm-hmm. especially on the Instagram, uh, you'll notice that I've continued to keep doing the hints that we did in the six or six weeks of horror, because to me, it's fun. It's a fun thing. I enjoy it. Um, 
I put a picture of long grass with the do not symbol over it just to symbolize not going into the long grass. That was great. Uh, I got a good chuckle out of that one. Yeah, it was it, like I came up with that. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Really, really, really felt good to myself after I did that. I was like, look at me. I'm smart. But yeah, so now like both teams are together and they're they're walking en route. And we get a nice little uh nice little convert. We get the, you know, we find out that Nick is, you know, not just a not just a videographer. Um he's one of those earth first bastards. And he's an environmentalist. So him and uh Tembo are natural are natural enemies. Mm-hmm. No, and then Tembo does a little monologue about yeah, the, about that guy who about that guy who climbed Everest. I don't remember his name. He went up there with no oxygen, came down nearly dead. They said, "Why did you go up there to die?" He's like, "No, I went up there to live." So I, I it was just like, okay, there's that. But I guess it symbolizes you know he's just you know someone like Tembo was just looking for like the next big thing to kind of keep going on, mm-hmm. you know, and that, and you know and and hunting uh, a buck T Rex, that's it for him. Mm-hmm. You know that's. You know, you know, someone on this island, the greatest predator ever live, you know, walks and the, he's going to be taken down by the second greatest predator, which is weird because I had something and then I lost it. I'll say Bill Cosby's now on that island. Oh, oh, said it, said it. Um, what did you think of Dieter getting taken out by the compies? It was great. Peter Stormare always plays a scumbag. Always plays a scumbag, and he's always drunk, like a mm-hmm. drunken scumbag. Yep, love it, love it, love it, love it. Especially when he keeps yelling for Carter, like Carter. Nah. You know, uh, Harvey Jason, who plays uh, RJ, um, has been retired from acting for seventeen years. Does he really? He's eighty-one. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh well, but he's been retired since before that, so long time. Well, um. Yeah, and then the, the, the T-Rex shows up because it smells the blood on Sarah's jacket. Which, at that point, just 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 ditch the fucking jacket. Like, yeah. Sarah's a paleontologist yeah. who... <laughs> like, Sarah's a paleontologist who studies the habits, or, or, or like the parental habits of dinosaurs, but yet doesn't realize that she carries the scent of the infant on her. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's crazy. Yeah, just, just the amount of... Uh, of, I guess, just being completely oblivious that these people are in. Mm-hmm. So the T-Rex shows up and basically wipes out hit like half of the rest of the people at the camp, and then the Raptors take out the rest, especially a guy who looks like Warren Sapp. <laughs> when he uh, turns around and screams, I was watching Amy. Amy's like, what was he screaming at? Because the Raptor jumped out afterwards. Mm-hmm. I was like, the, the camera? I guess he got spooked by the camera. It was like Spielberg came up behind him and was like, boo. And he turned around and was like, ah. Mm-hmm. Then a raptor jumped out. And we don't see Ajay die. We just assume that everybody was completely wiped out. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you don't need to see it to know that that's what essentially ended up happening. Now, there was one thing that they mentioned after, uh, after like Roland and a couple of his guys went to look for Dieter and they found essentially the parts that they didn't like. Uh, from from Dieter, and they talk about where the command center is. Like, oh, you know, we have to travel down this cliff. You know, we got you know, like less than a day's walk, or or so. And you know, and then and it won't be easy to to go down the cliff. They never come to that cliff at mm-hmm. all. As they're like running through the long grass, never. They, they never come to it. So, the only thing I can think of. Is that they were? They obviously never planned to go through the raptor nest. Mm-hmm. So perhaps like that roundabout way they were going to go to avoid the raptors was going to take them down a cliff. Yeah, but everyone just ran into the long grass. So I guess fuck that then. Mm-hmm. Ian, Sarah, Kelly, and Nick managed to reach the InGen base, fight off three raptors, and successfully radio. For helicopter extraction. Oh, I think we lost George, everybody. Uh, where was he at? Let me go back. 
So where was he? All Am right. I back? Yeah, you're back. Oh, how far did I get? Uh, helicopter extraction. Oh. Uh, I'll say after being rescued, Nick reveals that he stole Roland's ammunition to prevent him from killing the, his intended trophy. When we cut out, I accidentally said ammunition. I'm like, no, wow. that's the gun shop from Vice City. Well, they didn't hear you. <laughs> yeah, I said it now. Then. But while passing overhead, they noticed that Roland sedated the male Tyrannosaurus. As more InGen personnel arrive on the island to secure the male and the infant, Roland declines a job at the San Diego Park from Ludlow. <laughs> Reflecting on Ajay's death and the mortality and the morality of Ludlow's scheme. So like he was all for it until he found that Ajay didn't make it. And then he's mm-hmm. like, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this anymore. And you know, Ludlow's like, oh, uh, I got a spot for you at the park. He's like, no, thanks. I've been, I've uh, spent too much time in the company of death. And then we never see him again. Nope. Ever. He doesn't, he's like, you know what? I'm good. I'm done with this. So Nick reaches the engine base first because Ian, I guess, twists his ankle falling down a, a rock slide. Mm-hmm. And I I'm always actually- assumed he actually, because he had the the broken leg, mm-hmm. that like it, his leg might be a little not uh, like sensitive, and he might have maybe tweaked something in his leg. That's what I right. always assumed it was. That's I thought maybe he just like twists his ankle or something. But yeah, that that makes sense now that I'm hearing it. Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised that Nick didn't get attacked by any uh, dinosaurs when he yeah. got to the base. Probably because they were busy eating everybody else. Yeah. So it never ended up happening. Um, so we get this big raptor scene between uh, Ian, Sarah, and Kelly because Nick doesn't fight off three raptors. He's still inside the base. Between these raptors and one of the points of contention with this movie that a lot of people seem to go to when they're bashing it mm-hmm. is Kelly doing her gymnastics routine and kicking a velociraptor out of the, out of the window. Mm-hmm. Does that bother you as much as it bothers other people who bash that scene? Does it bother me? No, but it's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but like when people, the raptor when people is like, what the it, fuck is she doing? What is yeah. my food doing? Yeah, <laughs> like oh, all right, this food's doing something. But it was it was just weird because the way it was shot, like she, you know, like she walks out, like she's like, I finally have the confidence to do this after being cut from the team. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and does all that stuff. Like, what if, like, what what if they, what if they broke? Yeah, <laughs> that that whole thing is you know was uh was just was ruined by. A hurricane. Mm-hmm. What if she grabbed on one of those bars and immediately just plummeted to the ground and just got pounced by two raptors? They've been like, "Oh, well, guess that's that." Yep. Or, or she falls, the raptors jump on, and then the and then the uh, Kirby enthusiasm theme plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you give me that cut of the movie, please. But yeah, I'm not I'm not bothered by it. But like, where people, the, but people who bash the movie be like, oh, the the gymnastic scene. It's like, is that all you have? Because the rest of the movie, because the other like ninety five percent of this movie is good. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, it's like you're gonna talk about that. I'll talk about the raptor that Grant sees in his dream that says Alan. Alan. Because that's even more ridiculous. That's cinema. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> thanks. So Dino DNA. So one of the questions I had that I, that I had, and I, I posed it to Amy while we were watching and she didn't have an answer. Maybe you do. Okay. Um, so as far as we know, Nick is the one who, who contacted everyone to get to the base and he had all the, you know, and he, he had the only communication. So where did this other InGen crew come from that helped trap the, the T-Rex? Mm-hmm. So if anything, that makes me think that um, that Ludlow had access to a phone to contact people and he just chose not to. Pretty much. Scumbag. He, uh, he gets every, he gets everything that's coming to him. He deserves everything that's coming to him. Uh, my mom just sent me a message and I'm going to read it to you off air because I can't say it okay. on air. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, 
in San Diego, Ian and Sarah attempt to meet with Ludlow in order to prevent him from unveiling the attraction. Before they can do this, the ship carrying the male Tyrannosaurus suddenly crashes into the docks. The crew is found dead, and the, and the Tyrannosaurus is accidentally released and begins rampaging through the city. Ian and Sarah locate the infant at the, at the attraction and retrieve it, using it to lure the male back to the docks. Mm-hmm. Ludlow pursues the couple onto the ship and tries to catch the infant within the cargo hold, but he's cornered by the male, which breaks his leg, incapacitating him before being mauled to death by the infant. Sarah uses a tranquilizer gun to sedate the male while Ian seals the cargo hold doors. So now is the big question that everybody has with this movie. How did the crew die on that boat? I have not a fucking clue. Because you can see inside the the cabin where the ship's wheel is, there's just a hand on the wheel. Like, where's the rest of that body? Like the, uh, Kevin, Kevin brought that to me last night and I was like well yeah that's kind of dumb but like and we're talking about a movie with dinosaurs I always assumed it was a, it was a pack of compies but who knows yeah I don't know I mean, yeah. maybe maybe he uh, maybe the T-Rex got out of the uh, bay killed everybody went back into bay Closed the door halfway and was like, "This is gonna be great." <laughs> and he's sitting, he's sitting there waiting. He he's like, like he's holding back laughter just to not give away that it's a that it's a ruse. Mm-hmm. He's just like, <laughs> hey, we'll just we'll just wait. Just wait. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. He's like, oh, oh, gotcha. You didn't even know I was down here. Like, <laughs> gotcha. Pulls a sheet off over his head. He's like, oh, it was a ghost. He didn't even know. There's some people who are like, oh, maybe there were raptors on the boat too. It's like, yeah, well, where do they go? You're going to tell me that the uh, Rex ate them and no one found their corpses? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, all right then. Uh, and then we get this T-Rex rampage through the city. We get a little product placement there with the Burger King on the side of the bus to remind us where to go to find those stellar watches. Mm-hmm. Those fine, those fine timepieces. You guys can keep your Omega watches and your Rolex. You give me a two ninety nine Burger King Lost World watch, and no, I'm showing it off to everybody. I'm like, hey guys, you want to know what time it is? Mm-hmm. And they're like, ooh. And they're like, oh, easy, save some pussy for the rest of us. What's that? Oof. It was an oof. Oof. It's a big oof. In the aftermath, the dinosaurs are shipped back to Isla Sorna, accompanied by a naval escort, while Ian, Sarah, and Kelly watch Hammond's announcement that the American and Costa Rican governments have declared the island a nature preserve in a televised interview. Thin. So basically, it's just Hammond saying, you know, these, uh, you know, these, these animals require our absence to survive, not our help. You know, if we can just step aside, life will find a way. So... All right, so favorite scene? My favorite scene is uh, is Eddie just trying to save uh, save the trailer and the uh, and Nick, Sarah, and Ian. It's just a great, just kind of edgy your like edge your seat scene. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's also my favorite scene. Do you have a least favorite scene? Yeah, it, it's probably the gymnastics scene. Yeah, like it's it's not like you know cringeworthy, but it's just a little. Like you could have just swung on the bar and kicked, yeah. The the velociraptor you didn't need to, didn't need to do, you know, your entire routine. <laughs> to, to I feel like Spiel, I feel like Spielberg was like, all right, so here's what you're gonna do. Once you go up there and you're gonna do a gymnastics routine, and they're like, I don't know, Stephen, I don't think this is gonna work. And he's like, yeah, my little friend says different. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee. You, like there was like so many things where they were like, I don't know, and he pulls out the Oscar and be like, eh, eh. You sure about that? So what do you give it out of 10? Uh, I think it's a solid nine. I, was, I give it an eight and a half. I mean, I think it's, I mean, I think it's, I mean, it's obviously not as good. Uh, of the sequels that we're doing, this is the only one that's, that we can clearly say that the first movie is better than. Yeah. Um, 
for obvious for obvious reasons but the other but the rest of the movies we're doing this month uh you can kind of go one way or the other mm-hmm. um but i mean it, it's a good movie it's got good dialogue it has a better fucking plot than every other movie that follows after it yeah because the rest of the like, plots of, of like I mean, it made sense to a point mm-hmm. like you know i agree just go and document the dinosaur show that we don't need them and that's like oh InGen has already been taken over and they're going to strip mine the place. Like yeah. it made sense in that, in, in that continuity, it made sense. I agree. So, so, but yeah, I, I give it an eight and a half. I mean, it's, you know, just, a, you know, the couple things here and there and, you know, the, I, it's not as good as a movie as the first one, but overall, I mean, it's, I, it's still a good movie to me. I still, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I love it. So. But, it was um, a good, uh, also a great John Williams score too. Underrated. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, it's it was Jurassic Park, but it 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 felt like the like this score felt darker and more adventurous than the first one. Mm-hmm. I'll agree to that. I'll yeah. agree to that. So, um, all right, everybody, that wraps it up. Um, George, question for you, and so uh, the audience, so the audience can hear. Um, is Doom Patrol done this season? Doom Patrol is done this season. Yes. Have you seen all the episodes? Yes, I have. All right. When I catch up, because I'm only I have only seen the first three episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, we will do. Uh, you know, just tacked on to another. We'll pick an episode to do and just give a season overview since we did cover the second season when it was out last year. So, what did you think of the first three episodes? Slow, but um, good. I'm hooked. I mean, it's Doom Patrol. Yeah, you know, so. I, I I really like when they were on vacation at yeah. the uh at that fucking place mm-hmm. and and cliff is in the uh and cliff is in the steam room it's like well, why is he in a steam and he was wearing a towel in the steam room too well he's being polite yeah but um yeah, when, when i finish up doom patrol which hopefully will be over the course of next maybe like week and a half um george and i will we'll give our thoughts on the full season so but uh all right everybody um I think that that uh that's it for the lost world. Um and we will see well we'll see you on Biggie Garandry soon, but for the multiverse, we will see you well, in a few days. So mm-hmm. enjoy. So uh with that being said, I've been Dean Holdsaffle. I'm still George Rogers, and we will see you in the multiverse.